look at your your whole life and and plan it and never give up it's never too late uh, i started late in my life but it's never too late to turn things around Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Hi, I'm RV Robinson. I'm the master speaker trainer, international speaker, best-selling author, and author of Speak Up, Get Clients, and your host today. So with me today is a dear friend of mine, and that is Melanie Cheek. And Melanie is a successful financial advisor, speaker, author, also thrives as a musician, songwriter, mother, and grandmother, combining proven practical perspectives on inspired wealth building and risk management. Melanie guides you in conducting your own up-tempo arrangement of assets while at the same time enduring your family and business financial future. In the fall of 2022, Melanie and her business partner, Marlene Doust, will be conducting their first Orchestrate Your Wealth workshop, focusing on three aspects of life planning. And she is here today to talk about her chapter in our book, The Impact of One Voice, and her chapter is called Orchestrate Your Wealth. So welcome, Melanie. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm honored, RV. This is a really great opportunity. I'm so excited that you're here today. And the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast, we're doing a little something different in that we're interviewing authors of the book that is soon to be released at the end of July, and that is The Impact of One Voice. And Melanie is one of our our honored authors here today. So first, Melanie, tell us a little bit about why you wrote this particular story. Uh, Well, mostly it's to, to illustrate that it's really never too late to orchestrate your wealth or to, to turn your life around. Um, you know, we grew up uh, on a small farm and, and uh, you know, seven children. And, and so it, times were a bit tough and there really wasn't a lot of time for planning. And so I entered the world at age of 18 with really no idea what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. And, and that actually um, was reflected in, in my early 20s as well. And so planning to me now life planning uh is something that's critically important and and you can change the trajectory of your life just by focusing on like i say that orchestrate your wealth is focusing on all areas of wealth in your life whether it's relationships your health and money they they really all need to be integrated Right. So let's go back to your story for a moment, because I love the part. And it wasn't that long ago. It is it. You were in Canada. So we're in Canada. You're on a farm in Canada. Right. Right. So and and as a as a young child, I mean, even back in the 60s, which is not really that far away, you were 
you know, one of your chores was to carry water into the house. I mean, now, you know, I've been around in the 60s. And of course, we had running water and we had, you know, television. And it might have been black and white until 65. But we, you know, we had all those things. And yet you were on a farm and you had to to bring in the water. The water. So it, it is just maybe a little bit uh, because we had we had the, the the TV and we had electricity and all of those things too. We and we did have running water into a pump house, uh, but it just the wasn't connected. House. It just wasn't connected to the to the house and to to the kitchen. Um, there was a manual pump. So so when I say we had to carry water, people do are under the impression that we didn't have any of the other conveniences right right well, um, when, yeah. yeah but still you had to carry water so that is you know that's a huge thing to do and and so when you got running water when your dad did put in you know something in the sink it was you know you were really happy however in your story you talk about something else that came into your life oh. it looks like even before the running water in the kitchen so tell everybody what that oh. item was uh, you know, that, that piece of uh, furniture that, that changed my life. Uh, it was a piano, and uh, I haven't talked to anyone else who uh, has shared that same experience where a big white truck pulled down the, our long driveway and parked right in front of the house and, and the pump house, and it was full of pianos. And so mom and dad actually did buy a piano for us. And uh, it, it still sits in my mother's living room today. It's a feature wow. piece of our lives um, because my, my dad um, loved to sing and he did take voice uh, lessons at one time. And so he taught us how to sing and, and uh, we've carried that through our, our whole lives. So that was a pivotal moment in my life. And so I, I do talk a little bit about how... Um, the, the integration of music and money uh, has followed me for the rest of my life. And, you know, looking at that as a focus, but. Yeah. Right. And you said something very interesting in your story that your dad and I, and I'd like to know where it came from, maybe his, his dad or his dad before him, but could have been an opera singer. I mean, that's not like a lot of people can sing, but opera and being able to bellow out, you know, that big of a voice is really unique and different and what a gift. So yeah. tell us a little bit about that and and how, you know, how that went for your dad and, and how he used it. And I know he, he wasn't able to become that opera singer, but you got to take advantage of that kind of talent. So talk a little bit about that. And you had a little band and everything. So yeah, well, true. So he, yes, he actually had an amazing, um, I guess I would call it a baritone voice. And, and so he was called upon a lot, you know, in his younger years and then mostly in, you know, teen years and, and early, you know, party days, I suppose, to, to sing. And they would invite him to come in and sing. And so his mother actually was the one, my grandmother, um, that gifted him with voice lessons at the Banff School of Fine Arts. And so he was able to study a little bit and, and you know, he, he loved the old, like Caruso was one of, of his idols um, in terms of singing. And um, the 
the, the languages that were missing in his education. And so that's why one of the reasons why he didn't move forward. The other reason was he, he met my mother yeah. <laughs> in Banff. And uh, and then so ended up, uh, you know, coming home and raising a family and, and becoming a farmer. But but the lessons that he learned, uh, he was able to pass on to us and that passion you know, for singing, but uh, yes, I can still hear his voice in my ear now. And, mm-hmm. and, um, and he had Alzheimer's in the later part of his life. And even though he didn't really know his own name uh, at the end or our names, if I started to sing Amazing Grace or he heard the song Amazing Grace, he could recall the lyrics and the melody to songs. So music Ew. is very powerful. And you shared in your chapter that he sung Amazing Grace. Yes. Right. Do you have that recorded at all anywhere? That's- well, we have um, we have the, uh, another hymn that's called In the Garden, which is another quite oh. um, familiar song. We have that one recorded. But unfortunately, we didn't capture enough. Isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? None of us do. So let me ask you this. Writing this chapter. What was your motivation in terms of what impact this is, you know, the whole book is called the impact of one voice, your voice, mm-hmm. your story, your message. What impact would you like to have on your readers when they read this book, when it comes back, when it comes out in the end mm-hmm. of July, beginning of August? What's the one impact that if you could have that on your audience, you know, you would you know, your job is done. Uh, well, I guess to inspire people to um, to do the planning, to really um, look at your your whole life and and plan it, and never give up. It's never too late. Uh, I started late in my life, but it's never too late to turn things around. I guess that's that's the message. Beautiful. That's beautiful. And you said when you were in your chapter, when you were 18, you got out of there. You got out of the farm life and went to Calgary. And right. then what happened? Well, I, I wasn't prepared for, for, you know, money management at all. Like I re- really, not even in school these days, I don't, the kids really are not um, properly ah. prepared for uh, the credit card mess that I got myself into, and you know the you know the bay had the records at the top of the escalator, and you know they were like three dollars, but you know and and all the stores had retail credit cards, and and I really didn't know how to I didn't know the trap that I was getting into, you know, with credit card debt and retail credit card debt. So I ended up with a fantastic record collection, but <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but you know, but yeah. but then in you know some financial difficulty because I I didn't have the skills. Right. So so, what made you turn that around where you not only got yourself out of debt, but now you're orchestrating well for other people, helping them to get out of debt and actually plan for the future. So what was that one point in your life? Well, you know, I think with a lot of people, it becomes it's a crisis point in their Mm -hmm. lives. You know, there's a crisis when. Um, you know, I was becoming really ill and, and I was making myself sick by worrying about money and, you know, worry is mm-hmm. negative prayer. Mm-hmm. And and so I I was uh, floundering and, and really become really become sick, waking up in the middle of the night with panic attacks. And I knew oh. something had to change. I knew that that's, that something had to be me and I couldn't be bemoan right. and be the be the victim 
uh, any longer of my own lack of knowledge and skills. So uh, that was the turning point for me. I started reading and studying and um, just made determined to, to change things, turn things around for myself and my children. Right. So it's, you know, like a lot of people, it, like I say, it's a crisis point. And so at that point, it took, still took me a number of years. Um, I was, I had a music business and I, again, the planning, um, I, I did a business plan three years after I started the business. <laughs> <laughs> well, and better then, late than never. Know, a little bit late, but you know, it, it, it was an amazing, amazing experience. But in the end, there wasn't enough margin for that company to sustain itself. So we all learn from our mistakes. Absolutely. So, so tell everyone how they can get a hold of you. If they want to orchestrate their own wealth, they want to buy a copy of this book from you. Tell us how to get a hold of you. Okay. Well, right now, um, the best way would be to text me or email me. So text me at 780-604-3711. And I have an email address. It's Info, I-N-F-O, at MelanieCheekFinancial.com. The landing page is, is being revamped right now. And uh, within the next couple of weeks, there will be a landing page um, for MelanieCheekFinancial.com. With a copy, with a link for the book. A link I, for the book. Absolutely. Right. Link the for- best, best right now is just send me a text. I love the personal connection with people. And so that I can get to know them, right? Beautiful. Perfect. All right. So now let's uh, talk about what last words, like if you could say anything to both the our podcast listeners and any other listeners that might be listening or watching on Facebook or watching on YouTube or wherever uh, this video goes, what would you like to say to them? What would you like to say that'll leave them with a lasting impact? Remember, you are, you are the one with power. You're the one with the power. And so you need to take your power back when it comes to money because you will never be powerful in life until you're powerful over your money, how you think about it, how you feel about it, and how you invest it. Beautiful. Well said. All right. So that's our show for today. Again, this is the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast, and we are interviewing our authors for the one, so the impact of one voice. So tune in next week for another interview. So bye for now. (laughs) Bye bye. Bye. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Please hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review and feel free to share our channel with your friends and family. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. We would love to hear from you. And remember, you are one step closer to becoming a Million Dollar Speaker.